Welcome to your favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Brian Moss. We are going to take a look today at the People's Comics, specifically the Death of Fritz the Cat storyline. And there's a lot to talk about uh, where that is concerned. But first, we've got to let you guys know about the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Uh, the King Kayfabers on the Patreon completely mitigate that Kayfabe effect by getting access to all of our videos before anybody else. Uh, now, without further ado... People's Comics, number one, the first appearance mm -hmm. of that uh, famous Fritz the Cat story. Uh, this comic is from 1972, Golden Gate Publishers Company, mm -hmm. whoever that is. Sound like some San Francisco thing. Yes, sir. San Francisco right down there. Yep. Yeah, who knows who put this one out then, uh, but... We're going to go right to the back to check out that death of Fritz the Cat. <laughs> Good job, Ed. Comic. <laughs> this video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Three different levels of support at the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon, including the King Kayfaber level, which completely, completely mitigates the Kayfabe effect by uh, delivering those supporters all the videos before anybody else gets them. Ultimately, our videos are brought to you by the books that we make. Brian Moss, co-host on this episode, has Outer Heaven 1 out, working on issue number 2. And uh, these books are available at his Etsy store by way of his Instagram. This is his contact information right here. If you're interested in getting your hands on Outer Heaven, make sure you hit him up. Uh, shouts to everybody who bought the first couple print runs. I think it's now in its third printing. Mm -hmm. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you soon. Uh, in time for the holidays, collecting all four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree for the 10-year anniversary. This is uh, going to be a 504-page hardcover book with 140 pages of extras, including a lot of artwork I drew exclusively for this book. The X-Men Grand Design Trilogy is coming to you at the end of the year also. Um, some volumes of X-Men Grand Design out of print right now. Get the handy-dandy collection, you get it all. Red Room Crypto Killers 1 and 2 are out right now as of this recording. Uh, it is the last season of Red Room Comics. Two trade paperbacks of that are out there in the wild. Jimmy has Street Angel Princess of Poverty forthcoming. It is a companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. And if you have both volumes, you have all of Jimmy's uh, Street Angel content to date. And True Crime Funnies uh, has sold out for Jimmy, but he is uh, rushing to press a new print run for this fall. Uh, but you can read the entire True Crime Funnies at Jimmy's Patreon. He is also the author of Hulk Grand Design and the artist behind Plain Janes. Now that we're done paying the bills, let's get back to the video. And uh, there, is, there is some good conversation to have around this comic. Mm -hmm. The um, interesting thing about how I came across this book was um, it's in Yellow Springs. And you, it always eluded me because, you know, we watched the documentary hundreds of times. And he always talks about, like, killing off Fritz the Cat. And I was always curious about the context of it when that was, like, because it's just kind of passive when he explains it. So to find this comic um, at a comic book shop, shop called Dark Star, it's been there forever. They actually have original art, like James Obar and all that kind of stuff there. That's so it. super hippie store. And this copy was found in Deadstock. And I think they have a few of them. So it was one of those things to actually like get access to this. Kind of like a new book, right, Ed? Right. So it's like was really exciting. So I'm glad to show this today. You know, we did some deal with Ralph Bakshi and crew. We did a shoot interview with Ralph Bakshi. We asked 
Ralph Bakshi, what's up with Crumb? Like, like, why is he so salty about the flick or whatever? Mm-hmm. There was a second Fritz the Cat movie that people forget about that uh, is not adapting any uh, Robert Crumb stuff. So there mm-hmm. must have been some like two picture deal, some like weird legalese right. that made it possible for them to do that stuff. There were other movies, man. Heavy Traffic uh, has a an absolute crib of Robert Crumb aesthetics mm-hmm. in a couple scenes yeah. here and there, like just pencil kind of dashed in. Mm-hmm. So you know how Bakshi would just kind of stitch in weird yeah. shit, just be an artist about stuff. Right, totally. Uh, so at the height of Fritz the Cat, where Robert Crumb could have cashed in in some way, you know, it's an adults-only cartoon, so the mileage may vary. You know, it's not right. it's not going to be plushy dolls or something, but maybe mm. it is. Well, you know? think about it. Um, in our childhood, they had Rambo, yeah, a cartoon and action figures. Yeah, yeah, RoboCop, like yeah. like lot, lot, to- Toxic Avenger became to- the Toxic yeah, Crusader. Think about that. All yeah. the titties in that movie, right? Exactly. So. Uh, he could have juiced it. Totally could have jumped into mainstream easily. And what does Crumb do? He pivots away from that and does one of the most uncommercial things ever. Does one swan song story for Fritz the Cat that, by the way, isn't even mentioned on the cover or anything. It's buried in the back of this Mm -hmm. comic. Yeah. You know, he would just do these comics that would have all different titles, so you would have to, like, chase him down. Right, exactly. you, You never knew, like... You know what's mm-hmm. the next Crumb comic? It's mm-hmm. Even even like when I was buying Crumb Contemporary, it was like Mystic Funnies and Self Loathing Funnies and yeah. like like just all you know different stuff. So uh, kills off the character. We know that. So let's let's follow along and see what the deal is, dude. <laughs> Up front, it t- turns out those Hollywood tour buses that would have Karens from the Midwest uh, go see the Houses of the Stars. That should exist a long time ago, yeah. even man. They're outside of the palatial estates of Fritz the Cat, uh, but inside that fence, dude, he's going Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time uh, in in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, is being decadent. Yeah, by messing with his like alligator girl. This is their kind of foreplay, but he's kind of like done with it, dude. His dick don't get hard anymore like no. it used to. He need, he needs some extra, he needs some extra fresh. Uh, uh, nastiness in his life. Mm-hmm. Great cartooning. Uh, in this sequence where there's a guy at the door and you have the alligator chick she's not opening her trap at all mm-hmm. but when she does you see fritz the cat is like yes. inside of her mouth like like snooping by mm-hmm. pops out of her mouth just very 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 disturbing looking stuff it's like such a sphincter yeah of a mouth right there it's interesting because um i don't read too much crumb not out not of anything besides the fact of time but to go through this was like such a great experience and appreciation for his actual like technique penmanship and storytelling combinations yeah and so i really believe that it holds um a lot of great qualities of what we would consider as robert crumb you know oh of course yeah quintessential crumb some interesting stuff that that like i do not associate with crumb like this background right that's weird never seen that before and if you take a look he has three different approaches to that man Mm -hmm. he's got a hatching where all the lines are going in the same direction he's got this weird shape that i've never seen in any other comic uh, Mm -hmm. that comes to mind and then he has like a more classic tapered crosshatch style right that is uh sort of taking care of that uh, we got a tax guy. At the time, Crumb was dealing with a lot of tax issues. Like, uh, I think he had one of those scenarios, like uh, like that Will Smith joint, where $10,000 came in, and then he spent $10,000. Right. And then eventually <laughs> a tax man was like, well, where's our cut? Right, exactly. Yeah, you get a lot of, um, throughout this whole book, even though we're just showing this specific um, story, it has a lot of that um, 
self-losing criticism and the idea of like stress of like LA scene yeah. and criticizing America in that way. Yeah, he's Hollywood so, goofballs. Yeah, and stuff. because it's like it, they're bloodsuckers, man. And you can actually like feel him processing a lot of that stuff. And I think that's where it shines. This is uh we were talking about it yesterday off the record, man, but uh this is a weird set of page panels because mm -hmm. Crumb, who has been making comics since he was a little kid, forced by his brother Charles to make these comics, uh, he knows how, how storytelling flow works. We, right. we, we we read left to right, but he wants us in both of these panels to read the Fritz the Cat part first, so he puts it up higher, but you naturally will go there, right. so this is the response, and this is... The initial piece and he does that on both of these pages mm -hmm. and it's just bad it's just bad storytelling yeah and it kind of shocks me for a guy who at this point this might be his like 5,000th comic page that he's drawn mm -hmm. that he would that he would do that you know you simply could just flip the orientation right yeah and have you know your guy your guy speak first uh, mm -hmm. very confusing that he would do that yeah uh, so they're just setting up ways to try to figure out how how Fritz can you know pay pay his taxes so Crumb was decadent. He was getting puss. He was spending money. Mm -hmm. Here he is messing around with uh, his like passed out alligator girlfriend, and for some reason, that's getting him a little horny. Mm -hmm. Getting a call from like uh, some Hollywood cats, man. Yep. And the one is called Ralph. We can assume that that's backsheet. Right, totally. <laughs> and just a look at these, like, you know, wearing a peace sign, but clearly like a yuppie-ish kind of character before, mm -hmm. you know, the yuppie term was was coined. And then we have like a real kind of once upon a time in Hollywood scene where you have like the Brad Pitt character, like no, <laughs> right. notices the girl on the street and gives her a ride. Right. Except uh, this time, Fritz is not uh, very much like Brad Pitt in that scenario where he uh starts to you know lay it on thick tell tell the hippie chick all the shit that she wants to hear mm -hmm. and then uh and then pounces man mm -hmm. pounces on a chick drops her off on like sunset boulevard specifically because mm -hmm. he's got to go show up on johnny carson and it's these panels that are the famous ones, man. Right. Uh, and it will be things like the lighting that I would notice. Mm hmm You know, like dark in the back, like clearly being illuminated by these dressing room lights. It would be the sort of accuracy of everything that I would notice. It felt like real lighting on on these car tires mm -hmm. it has like a nice it's interesting it goes to like a more realistic grounded feel right yeah mm-hmm Got your Johnny Carson type guy. It almost looks like Johnny yeah, Carson. Yeah, oh, it's nailed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's funny because we, when, because I deal with some of the same grievances dealing with um, corporations, you know, as an artist. So it's funny that this is like a story that's like timeless almost in that same sense, you know? Yeah. We've all been there. So now what he wants to do is go home and watch himself on TV, taped earlier in the day. But the old ostrich girlfriend that we all know about, we know what's coming. Yeah. She uh, she is showing up. And uh, this very well could be around the time that, you know, Crumb pivoted from his girlfriend Kathy, who's in that documentary, to Aileen. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would always say stuff about that Kathy chick. And I was like, she was, it was a tough breakup. She's a crazy girl. Mm -hmm. And so she's showing up and she's basically 
supplicating so much be like i just want to fuck man just fuck me just right. take me home let's let's do it i'll do anything man you could beat me up you could do this you could do that and and that actually you know when he when she says anything <laughs> like, like anything like that starts to <laughs> make him wonder a little bit right look at his gear dude he's got like he's got like an ascot on or, or <laughs> right. like some like yeah. roman polanski <laughs> poofy like prom prom shirt <laughs> I like the trans, the um, contrast between like him going to the set, you know, this like dealing with like predatorial people, to him going to this like low down, run down apartment, and then it comes into like not saying that he would be the predator in this sense, but like it's an interesting dynamic of contrast. I mean, he kind of is, you know. It's like it's like uh, in this world, man, everybody's a predator. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's a hierarchy, <laughs> right? And it, it seems that uh, you know. The females are on the lowest rung, mm -hmm. but at least she jabs an ice pick in his head. Right. So, you know, he's going back to her pad, mm -hmm. which I would say, kooky, kooky chick like this, probably a good move. Don't, right. don't, don't bring her don't to bring the mansion. She, 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 might, she might not want to leave. Mm -hmm. And uh, you find out that she's got a impending uh, potential dance career. So it gives Crumb an opportunity to uh, draw this chick in all kinds of different poses. Dude. On that documentary, I watch it hundreds of times myself. Right. There's that part where he's drawing that devil girl, and mm -hmm. he says it, man. I got these poses from freeze framing the flag girls on in living in color. color. Yep. You know, <laughs> crazy. Which is wild. That could be like a Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Very disturbing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very, very disturbing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we're, we're, go we're going inter animal bestiality there. Right. And uh, Crumb doing some of his little sex fantasy gimmicks of uh, pouncing, bondage, mm -hmm. all of that shit. And uh, just in time, you know, he subdued the chick. Just in time to still catch a little bit of his uh, show. But she didn't quite get what she needed, man. She's sniffing there. She's sniffing there. She's thinking about everything that's been done mm -hmm. and all the stuff that he put her through. That's actually a really great example of his um, storytelling yeah. because then the when she disappears there, you're right. You know, it's like man, that's like so. The timing is great for that. You know, that was like one of the payoffs for me when reading this. Agreed, man. And uh, what does an ostrich do? But stick her head underneath a couch cushion mm -hmm. to uh, hide from shame and embarrassment. Yep. Crum, uh, crum, <laughs> Freudian. <laughs> Fritz being pretty disrespect disrespectful gives her a kick in the tail. You're seeing that body in like all these views, you know, like all hard views to draw. There's like tendons and shit on the back of the leg. Mm -hmm. All hard views to draw. As he splits from the apartment, she goes full kind of Glenn Close, fatal attraction type joint, plucks that ice pick into his head. Uh, we would not know that it is an ice pick if if he wouldn't have said we wouldn't know what that is right and i think that that's a storytelling piece that uh that crumb crumb knew instinctively as a uh as a creator that i, sh I should probably put that in there so that so that people know and understand what, what that is mm -hmm. she leans over hire yourself smart ass as the blood pools you have a neighbor who's going to be narking on her right. sooner than later mm -hmm. with a final caption that says violence in the media there's never another uh, fritz the cat comic strip but he would revisit the character on comic covers for things like the complete crumb comics right he did a fritz the cat collection 
and uh, other little drips and drabs here and there. But this is pretty much it, dude. Like that Hollywood stuff soured him on a, a character that he was drawing even as a teenage boy, maybe even right. in single digits of age. Mm -hmm. But he totally kind of graduated yeah. from uh, from that character. Did everything that he could with it and uh, wrote him off. And unlike a Marvel, uh, you know, Jean Grey or somebody like that, motherfucker stay dead. Right. It's beautiful. It's interesting because it um, concludes that question, you know, from watching the documentary. Yes. And then you also get um, this... It's almost like melancholic in the way that it's like the idea of something that goes that's with you that long turns into you know something that you're repulsed against. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really relatable in a in a like a really expressive way. Totally, man. Thank you so much for bringing this on by. Kay for sure. Kay Faber's like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Hit up the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Uh, mitigate the Kayfabe effect by becoming a King Kayfaber. Get all the videos before anybody else. Get access to our chat room while we record these streams. Brian has Outer Heaven number one impending. I believe number two is going to be done mm -hmm. pretty soon. And yes, you can order these comics through Brian uh, specifically. This is his uh, Instagram add him on the social media channels you'll have access to his etsy that way and he'll let you know whenever there are fresh issues available hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming to you soon collecting four volumes of hip-hop family tree inside of a big hardcover 140 pages of additional material is going to be uh, inside of uh, those hardcovers uh, so celebrating the 10-year anniversary of hip-hop family tree we're bringing you this big book the ultimate statement and x-men grand design trilogy is going to be coming out in time for the holidays also this is going to uh collect all of my x-men grand design story uh issue or two of that a volume or two of that are, are out of print so that it'll be your way to get all of it uh in one in one clip Red Room is the latest effort that I'm putting out there. There are two trade paperbacks out in the wild, and Crypto Killers is uh, the new miniseries of Red Room that is out there. Uh, each issue completely self-contained. Murder on the dark web for fun and profit. Scoop it up. Give it a shot. Uh, if you like an issue that you scoop up, grab another. Jimmy has True Crime Funnies. Currently out of print physically, but you could read it on his Patreon. Uh, hit up the links in the description below to get to Jimmy's Patreon. He's going to be putting out a... a uh, second printing and you're going to want to make sure you jump on that quick because uh, that first printing went out in like a weekend. Uh, Street Angel, Princess of Poverty is coming to you at the end of the year. This is going to uh, collect Jimmy Street Angel comics before he did the, the image series De of Deadliest Girl Alive. You have both sets. You have all of Jimmy's Street Angel works. We have a merchandise store in the links in the description below. We have newsletter links in the links in the description below. Of course, that Patreon link. All good ways to support the channel. Brian, let the people know uh, the marching orders, and we will get on our way. Read more comics.